Bonjour. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's uh, half past two. It's the first of May, and you're listening to the Mr. Horse Show with myself, Elia Rockertronouth, and across the table from me is our returning guest host, Mr. Tom Wingfield. Hello. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and also, for his first little stint on the show, apart from the time that he rang in basically unsuccessfully last time Tom was on, it's the other Tom. Tom, 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 Tom. Moran. Tom. Hi. Hello. Hello, Tom Moran. I haven't got as uh, elaborate introduction as Wingfield over there. <laughs> uh, well, Tom Moran is obviously uh, a David Tennant lookalike. That's all <laughs> we've got going for him. We've got, we've got more David Tennant, cat- not David Tennant, Doctor Who coming up later on, haven't we? Just chatting well, we'll about... We'll just crowbar some quotes in, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! We'll just get... <laughs> just say Alon Z. Alon Z? Yep. Oh, if okay. you, it's not just the voice. If you saw him, he'd just be yeah, exactly like. I'm, I'm that guy around campus you may have seen and gone. Oh, he, he looks a bit like David Tennant. And <laughs> yeah, I gave you a weird at that, being like, "Why the hell are you looking at me like that?" You know? Probably a bit freaked out. My mum just texted me saying she's seen David Williams off of Little Britain in Brighton. Just Mom, no, no, that's quite around. <laughs> no, what? 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 Sorry, what I said say? just around. What's he you know? doing there in the gay capital of the world? That's weird. Yeah. Oh, oh well, yeah. Actually, no, he's not gay, is he? No, no, he's not. No, he's like, not gay, but... In fact, is, is, is he married? No. No, he's just no, a he's swinger. Got, as I remember, he's got a pretty buff it's wife. Just a, a pretty good-looking wife. He hasn't got a wife. Uh, no, well, a girlfriend, he's got, he has, Oh, has he got a, a regular... He's a bit of a dodgy character, that one. No, honestly, like, he, uh, he had a girlfriend, but his girlfriend was, like, way too young for him or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, was, that doesn't surprise me. Talking of David Wallace, did anyone watch that thing across the channel? That he did. Oh, what, him oh, swinging across yeah, the channel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole British nation had to put up with watching David Walliams in some sort of, you know, <laughs> half naked in some sort of, you know, butter stuff. It was like a really, really bad wet dream nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> wet dream come nightmare. Yeah, totally. That works. Dumb right. That's really good. Oh, dear. Damn straight. Anyway, so, um,. It's getting to the end of term, which means end of term blues. How is everyone coping? Oh, oh, end of term bad blues. Times. <laughs> bad times. Well, the end of the spring term, which means the beginning of the well, summer term, which is basically just exams and things. To get a little bit drunk. Pretty much. Be good times. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> but we, <laughs> what? No, it's just well, like, it, like the end of every term feels like you've just been on a little holiday with your pals, and then you like you go back and you come back. And it's like oh, holiday again. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you're saying uni's like, more like holiday than actual holidays. How much have you seen the weather do? outside? I know, man. It's so good. I love ah oh, loving the summer so much. So much easier to get up in this place. Oh, what was it that I said the other day that um, UEA when it's miserable wants to make me kill myself. <laughs> I, lo- I thought that was going to be like a really concise catchphrase. <laughs> we, we can all you you yeah, yeah, no, that no, is no, miserable. No, no, no. Makes me want to kill myself. You need <laughs> you to chill. Like, no, no, no. But listen, listen to this. You get up in the morning. You know, you, you take it's a bit grey. You know, and gloomy outside. You take a look outside. You see the grey. Like, oh my god, I live in communist Russia. I want to shoot myself through the head. Communist. And then, and then, and then wait, wait. Rain itself is the thing that probably upsets. No, no, it's rather just. 
Look at you, yay in the rain. Oh, yeah, I think, oh, I think people people complain <laughs> that UEA looks miserable in the rain. Yeah, Everywhere that, looks it's miserable it's in the that, rain. It the now it looks gorgeous. Now it looks gorgeous. Well, okay, you look where gorgeous. doesn't look miserable? I do. <laughs> I really do. Where doesn't um, oh, look miserable in the rain? Exactly. That's our point. UEA isn't the thing that's looking miserable. It's just like, it's just an awful yeah. weather. My, my street, my street, street in the looks, North Pole. My street <laughs> looks amazing in the sun horrific in the rain. Exactly. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> well, that's because you live on a council estate. <laughs> <laughs> up, up north. Because I live in Leeds. Uh, you, you did a bit of a Cockney accent no, there no, to demonstrate I Leeds. Leeds. No, I think I'm Leeds. Would you like, like, would you like to give people a, an impression of your Cockney accent, Vin? Uh, it just sounds like if anyone's seen if anyone's seen Phone Jacker, it just sounds exactly like Terry Tips. Dom, Dom would your jumper de chance? I would jumper de chance. I would jumper de chance to have. I would jumper de chance to hear your do your Cockney accent, or you would have tea with Anton Deck. Go and do it. It's good. Oh, but I literally can't even like. It's so weird. I think it's only when I get drunk. Like if I start now, I'd have to like really work my way into it, and it sounds sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, you know what you reminded me of just then, like a Muppet. Because <laughs> I can't see the bottom half of your body, and you're sort of flailing around. <laughs> Literally just look like a Muppet. Oh, God. In the puppet with a what hand. Whatever the vocabulary I was using. And all Everything you did, yeah. yeah. It's total Muppet. Yeah, man. <laughs> I totally saw Kermit in you right there. Yeah, man. Oh, James's Kermit accent. Oh, it's James Anderson. This is James yeah. Anderson. It's so good, but oh. When we had our little sound test and uh, all the sound lessons and stuff, the very first one where you make oh, a radio play, play mm. he literally did the Kermit the Voice, Kermit the Voice Frog, Kermit the Voice Kermit, Frog, Kermit the Frog Voice, the whole time, Kermit the all the time. Yeah, so because he is Kermit. What are we? We're, why? He's got a bit of Kermit in him. <laughs> Um, but uh, Lauren Sarah Morgan just texted me saying give her a shout out so uh, hi hello Lauren hi flatmate and fellow drama student Lauren uh, she's like doing her writing text essay because she got an extension no because oh, because God. because she got um, what is it but uh, um, something bad <laughs> she got oh, I don't remember oh tonsillitis tonsillitis that's the one she actually? yeah she actually got tonsillitis like um like I the week before it was due in the week before it was due in and she said uh, she said to our seminar guy or whatever oh um, like I've got Tom Slotis could you give me like till uh, till like Friday because no. it, it was due in on the <laughs> Thursday no. it was due in on it was due in on the Thursday and she said oh can you just give me till Friday it was like have a week so she's had a oh. whole extra week for this uh, essay we had to do ridiculous um, I tell what I would like to hear I would like to hear how people have been taking advantage of this whole volcano situation uh, like, yeah. Again, James Anston comes up again. Oh no, I'm stuck in Barbados. Honestly, there are worse places you could be stuck. Let's be. Honest. I would be loving it if I. I would jump at a chance to be stuck. I in would Barbados. jump at a chance to be stuck in Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to have you back, though, James. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very happy that you're Tim back. Tim is still in New York, isn't he? Tim Lawrence. Yeah. Tim Lawrence. Of second year drama. Second year drama. Yeah. Trapped. Trapped. Well, trapped, trapped. I hate. Everyone's in such brilliant places. No one's in like. No one's in Belgium. So bitter for these people in relations. Because no one's in. Oh, it's just, oh, oh, it's not nice. You know, he's got. Um, admittedly, I should be the one who's bitter. I'm the only single man in this room at the moment. Um, <laughs> how many of you guys listening are aware of um, Tom Tom Wingfield and his involvement in the many many plays that occur at the UEA Drama Studio? 
And we were sitting there the other day. Uh, we were in James Anderson's room. And uh, we were saying, you know what? This Elliot Rockefeller's guy, he's got the whole balance. You know, he's, he's got the girlfriend. He's been in a fair few plays. He gets his working on time. He does the revision. You know, great guy. And then there's Tom Wingfield. Now, Tom Wingfield is like a man that has an incredibly large penis where you look at it and you go, yeah, you know what? That's quite big. But maybe a bit too big. <laughs> this is in relation to the amount of plays, to the an analogy for the amount of plays Tom has done as opposed to the size of his penis. Sorry for the oh, use of the word penis just then. <laughs> I like the way that I'm sort of the, uh, <laughs> just sort of the paradigm. My parents weren't even listening. I wish they could have heard that. Get my working on time. Do <laughs> get my working on time, mum and dad. Do, go do enough plays, but not too many and plays. You have a reasonably big penis. Surely the implication <laughs> there is that I have an acceptably big penis, but you have one which you trail down your trouser leg. I, my penis, I, my penis would like to cause traffic accidents. <laughs> <laughs> I would like my penis to remain anonymous. Your penis is used as like ways to trip up bad guys in sort of crime thrillers. <laughs> they sort of oh, tie it. That they sort of like come through his leg. No, he ties it. He ties it to a lamppost and then runs across the street. And all the car, the uh, this sounds like the setup for a the getaway bad. cars the get tripped up. Be part of Indiana Jones Five. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Bones. Indiana, Jones, suit. Indiana okay. Jones Five. He is going a bit old. <laughs> From James Anderson, just tuned in and heard complaining of a Kermit the Frog voice. Was that about me, perchance? James, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yes. <laughs> James, look, I'm not gonna lie to you. So, anyway, let's. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, another voice, Mark Dominic. If, if any of you watch Toy Story, oh. Mrs. Potato Head. Mark Dominey does what? the best oh, Mrs. Potato one. Head. Because he was on, when he was on the show last time. He did a Gollum voice. Show, it was, yeah, he did a Gollum, Gollum voice. In fact, we inter no, in fact, it was, no, what about that? I thought it was Mark, but then we actually interviewed Gollum. Oh, yeah, that's what yes, that was. It. <laughs> Don't want to ruin the continuity. I love the way you said it. So, what am I about? We did it to <laughs> what were we talking about? Even thinking that that was it. <laughs> I don't know where I even got that from, because that's I totally can, I, can, I can only do the Herbert voice. Oh, from, 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 am, am I allowed to uh, say? I don't know what words I'm allowed to say or not. Well, uh, you're not. Another word for you're not allowed to swear is the only thing. I, I think. haven't sworn. You've no, you haven't sworn. Have you sworn, Tom Winkler? I, I think I did use the S word. Well, we apologise if um, we apologise for that. Brought up. Am I allowed to say another word for bum? Um, what? Anus. As in like, <laughs> as in like a donkey. Yeah, the, uh, as, in, as, in, as in like a, <laughs> a not, not anus. As in like a donkey. Um, yeah. Pfft. I don't know, we're treading on delicate territory here. I think maybe let's just leave it. Alright. <laughs> I want to say... Maybe first... Uh, hang on, hang on, right. Herbert, Herbert voice, Herbert voice. Get your fat ass back here. Hello to all of our six listeners. This is the Mr. Horse Show. And with me, Tom Moran and Tom Wingfield. Hello, Hello. guys. Hello. Uh, and now, regular listeners will know that one of our most besterest features is the book at nap time in which we get Christoph Pierre Young, hello Christoph. Hello. To read us a sort of classic story to, if you're sort of tired, we're doing an essay, you can have a little nap just to hear his beautiful, deep, sultry tone. How are you today, Chris? What's going on? I'm okay. I'm hungry. Just oh, hungry. Me too, man. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's it. Marsh power. This is the voice of Chris's stomach. This is the voice of the Mr. Rot. Right, okay, so this week we have The Owl and the Pussycat, written by, is that Edward Lear, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looks like. Some classic nonsense. So, let's get down with some classical music. Ah, sweet, that'd be good. Okay. This is The Book at Nap Time. Today, The Owl and the Pussycat. The owl and the pussycat went to sea in a beautiful pea-green boat. They took some honey and plenty of money wrapped up in a five-pound note. The owl looked up to the stars above and sang to a small guitar, Oh lovely pussy, oh pussy my love, what a beautiful pussy you are. You are, you are. What a beautiful pussy you are. Pussy said to the owl, you <laughs> elegant fowl, how charmingly sweet you sing. Oh, let us be married, too long we have tarried, but what shall we do for a ring? They sailed away for a year and a day to the land where the bong tree grows, and there in a wood a piggy wig stood with a ring at the end of his nose. His nose. His nose with a ring at the end of his nose. Dear pig, are you willing to sell for one shilling your ring? said the piggy, I will. So they took it away and were married next day by the turkey who lives on the hill. They dined on mints and slices of quince, which they ate with a runcible spoon. And hand in hand on the edge of the sand, they danced by the light of the moon. The moon. The moon. They danced by the light of the moon. Beautiful. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's a good, good spoon. <laughs> Man, the What do you mean you forgot about the runcible spoon? <laughs> I remember thinking, what the hell is a runcible spoon? <laughs> oh, I, oh, my favourite was the beginning. I loved the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's not repeat the words, but uh... Were you just laughing at the word pussycat? <laughs> Perhaps. Yes. Yes, I was. Oh, uh... oh, what a wonderful pussy you are. What a wonderful... You are, you are, you are. What a wonderful <laughs> pussy you are. Be- beautiful. Hello. We can't, we can't keep you. We can't make you endure that. Well, this well, <laughs> this is the Mr. Horse Show, and you're currently listening to our classical music segment. You just heard. <laughs> just happened. What? Uh, just listen to the music, Tom. It's well good. Oh, here it is. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. Is this Phantom of the Opera? That's Johann Sebastian Bach, uh, Toccata, and Fugue in D minor. I thought you were singing the Jurassic Park then. Do you want to put some words on top? Thank you. Give you the headphones. Thank you very much, Chris Bier Young. Thank you very much. How about we try and. uh, Here's something new. Let's try this. How about we try to get Tom to beatbox to some classical music? I love the way Tom has never professed, (laughs) just to say, Wingfield has never professed any ability to beatbox. (laughs) It's not like that's that's his thing. No, 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 but we have this game where um, we'll sing a song, and then Tom will take the most irrelevant words of that song and echo them. 
That's our. Yes. Oh, yeah, we could do that. So let's, but let's not with this. this is let's put this challenge to good use. What's there. okay? What's a good song? Uh, think of a good song that we can have that has nice gaps at the end of the oh, lines. If you've got, I will survive. Ah, oh, so oh, okay. Yeah, we we all Bohemian Rhapsody by. Uh, we were doing Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody the other day. Work, yeah. uh, I've got Bohemian Rhapsody on the iPod. If you want to uh, use that. Well, I don't know what. Yeah. If they've got I will survive. That's always a classic tune to. What are we doing? With. Okay, so search for Bohemian Rap. Oh no, um, I will survive. Bohemian Rhapsody. Or I will no, survive. I will survive, and we'll play a game. We'll play a special game. Maybe we'll just whack on a song for oh, now. Should we what? have some Mumford and Sons, Tom? Oh yes. As good as that was, my wire for my headphones has just got stuck in my s the wheel on my seat. <laughs> just slightly annoying. You you're not very mobile anymore. Not very mobile at all. So, you uh, continue to listen to the Mr. Horse Show with myself, Elliot, Tom Wingfield, and Tom Moran. Hello. How are you all doing? So, uh, before, before that little tune, we spoke of a game <laughs> in which what you do is... Um, uh, you uh, play a song, and then at the end of each line, like a sort of backing singer, echo the... Like a really rubbish backing singer who just doesn't quite understand her <laughs> job profile. Just echo the most incongruous, pointless, useless word from the previous line, as if it's, like, backing. For example, if you pick a line from um, the song... Do you want me to sing a song for you? Yeah, go on. Sing a song. What song? Uh, I don't know, just... I've got a song that'll get on your nerves, get on your nerves, <laughs> get on your nerves. <laughs> Come on, you can do it, you can do it. Roll with it, roll with it. No, 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 but that doesn't have gaps between okay, lines, okay, and it just carries on. <laughs> okay, um... Uh, <laughs> but in that case, I'd have chosen the word get. <laughs> <laughs> and just, um, <laughs> just right, what, echo what, that in a gruff tone. Um, Mama... Just killed a man. Just put a gun against his head. Against. Oh, my trigger now he's dead. Oh. <laughs> so that kind of thing. So we've got uh, a little-known song called "I Will Survive," and we thought we'd just play this game. So are we ready? Yeah. That's so. First. Without so many nights, rock learned <laughs> space. Look upon your face, mate. You've got. <laughs> you've got to wait till the end of the line and just do right, one. Go, 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 go on, push up, push up, go. Not help me with something <laughs> <laughs> around there not Sorry. being able to grasp <laughs> the rules of the game. I will survive. <laughs> How could we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, lo I love Elliot when he laughs, he has like a little, he has a little baby face. Uh, <laughs> what? No. Tom is just being a backing singer. <laughs> <laughs> Tom would be the worst backing singer. He's singing with, <laughs> with the singers. <laughs> no, Gloria, I've got this. <laughs> no, Gloria. <laughs> I'll take this one. <laughs> 
right. Have we, have, have we, I think we've We've exhausted, exhausted that exhausted and probably game. lost probably. listeners. <laughs> 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 so, hello, um, both of you who are listening. Well, imagine this for an idea that we were funny. <laughs> imagine it. Imagine if we went on the. Imagine. I'm doing it with Tom Moran. As if it wasn't a rubbish enough game already. Tomoran also can't conceive of how to do it. <laughs> what? Uh, I don't understand. What is this? Oh dear. What? It's because he comes. It's because he comes from. He's not used to it. On Gallifrey, they do things differently. So there, there it is. There's another. Honestly, if I was to form a band and I needed someone in a tight skirt behind me with a microphone <laughs> echoing some good words, good word, like some good lyrics, I would. Yeah. Why the skirt? No. I'd do it naked. Um. <laughs> Hello, this is the Mr. Horse Show on Livewire 1350. How's everyone doing? What the, what was that song? That was, uh, I Love... Really, what, I first it, ever heard it. it was really nice. That was Love of an Orchestra by Noah and the Whale. I it like their song Five like Years' the Time. It the Lion King to me. Oh, <laughs> You know that. Oh, sorry, was that you singing? I thought that was the song playing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> But yeah, no, that, that, it was really good, I really liked Noah and the Whale, clearly, after hearing that. They're, they're good times. Where, where they played it? at UEA Where recently. does the whale make an appearance in the band? Um, I'm not sure, I'll get back to you, but don't... I don't understand the, the whale bit. It's probably the singer from the, um, what are they called? Is, is this going to be a joke? <laughs> short of, short already, of actually bringing a whale onto the OCR. It's already fallen flat, whatever yeah, it was. No, yeah, that was just... Oh, man, have you... Who, who, sung, who sung the, um, Maybe the Skins? The, sk- the song from the Skins. I'll tell you what. The I'll song it. from Skins? The song from Skins, yeah. What? The theme tune to Skins? Oh, hey, it's Skins. We're a bunch of teenagers. We're just doing our jobs. Oh, wait, we're taking drugs. We're having sex with other people. Oh, it's Skins. Some people die, some people don't. What's <laughs> gonna happen? <laughs> oh, it's skins. Some people die. <laughs> <laughs> That's really the very happy. last line. Really happy. Oh, it's skins. Some, some people, people die. die. Banner. Episode four. Jazz hands. Um. <laughs> Episode four. Date right. rape. So from uh, from skins <laughs> to <laughs> from skins yeah. from skins to date rape. They're from and coursework. From skins to movies. So let's talk. Let's talk movies. Let's talk movies. Um, what's that? What is it, cinema at the moment? Iron Man. Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man two. Uh, yes, of course. Iron Man. I uh, blinking loved Iron Man one. Someone said the other day that they weren't a f- big fan of that number one. That was you. Yeah, yeah. So le- what? <laughs> why? Wow, man, I like I, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Like sound and that his performance. Would you describe like, Robert saved Downey? it for me? But like, just I like the, I didn't wasn't impressed by the villain and the just storyline was just pretty standard. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I, I get. Like, I I get I do you know what I mean? I wasn't ta- I wasn't blown away by it in any way, shape, or form. I thought it was all right. I, I kind of get what and you're I saying. And I totally respect but the fact that there's a second one coming out. But maybe that might be better. But, but the thing yeah. is, at the time, like. Um, because there have been loads of like really dark, uh, edgy sort of superhero films, like The Dark Knight, which was really good and stuff. But like in lieu of all those, it was like really fun and cool and well, don't you stuff like that. Oh yeah, I know, mm. but I've, I've seen I've seen it twice. So I'm not just talking. Oh, yeah, about yeah. It. I don't know about you guys, but I tend to find the uh, DC sort of deal with uh, DC comic the brand deal yeah. with sort of like darker. Like their movies when, uh, when they're, they're, they're films. Comics. Well, their comics and Apart the films seem to be. A I bit don't think darker. Mm, I don't think their comics are necessarily the, darker, but um, the Marvel ones, which you know, seem a bit sort of. Well, Batman. Warm. When Batman came out, he was originally 
that was like a strive towards like a darker kind of yeah. gritty, gritty. Well, the it was still, well, it was films, like films of like Christopher Nolan's now uh, going to be directing the new Superman movie, isn't? Oh he? no, he's not directing it. He's sort of overseeing it. He's oh, like, okay, I think okay. it might be executive producing or something. Well, but because Ruby because it's the same, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. But because it's the same, or maybe it might be a sequel to Superman Returns or something. But um, because uh, it's the same company, I think it's Warner Brothers who are doing the new Superman film, and he did so well with Batman for them. They're like, oh, whoever's going to direct the new Superman needs to get talked to by Christopher Nolan because he clearly knows what he's doing. Yeah, so I he's going to be like the Godfather. What did irritate me? The um, whole fiasco with Spider-Man. And, uh, yeah, they'd. Uh, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm really is that not happening now. The Spider-Man. Well, um, because going to Well, Sam it? Sam Raimi, who directed the first three, he, 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 he was he was go, he was going to do the fourth one, but he wanted to put like the Vulture in, which is Spider-Man villain, and uh, um, Sam Raimi, you've ruined Spider-Man enough. No, oh. he was good. Uh, Sam Raimi was really good until the only thing he d- never did anything wrong. It was the third one when um, whatever the studio was decided. Um, oh. Let's have Peter Parker walking down the street. You know, sort of. No, I think that was Sam Raimi. Yeah. But um, I didn't like. I didn't like that. No, 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 the problem was, was in the third film where they had too many, too many villains because Venom was a whole just the uh, studio wanting to put in the fan favorite. He just wanted the Sandman and the new Green Goblin, and they were like, "Oh no, everyone wants Venom. Let's do Venom." But it just got way too overcrowded. It was hor- It was horrible to watch. I think he could have got away with it if he just let the film. I don't know whose fault it is exactly. It probably is, is the producer. I would rather just let the film be longer. More films. No. Be long. Screen Mile. Awesome film. Like, oh, Three no, hour film. Awesome. Given more birth. No, no, no. That's yeah. not. That's not the thing for better stories. I think better stories need to be cut down. Ninety-five. Oh, not time you've got a good story. Ninety-five. No, 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 95 minutes is like the prime time for how long a film should be, but the problem is, so many directors... Okay, okay, right, here you go, uh, Wait, right. let me do my pitch, okay? Yeah, right, okay? But the problem is, so many directors, like, have no one to say, look, you got to cut this down, and just like, it ends up being like, nigh on two and a half hours, three hours, just full of extraneous details that don't need to be in there, and if you cut it down with all this rubbish taken out, to have a much more concise story and a better sort of film art for it to have. Yeah, like, I, suppose, I suppose I think some guys. I said, let's play a fun game that we played before. Indeed. Oh. oh well, last time Tom Wingfield and Mark Dominey were on the show. Um, uh, when Mark Dominey and Tom Wingfield were on the show for the very first podcast that we did, we did food-based film puns in which you take a film and you turn it into sort of a pun that involves food. So. A text yep. from Jasmine, not the Jasmine that we know here, but uh, this this it, is oh hang on number nine all the way from London. I once made a film with Elliot. Just to let you know, your show is amusing. Wow, effective hangover cure. Hello, J- Jasmine Wingfield. Funnily enough, no way. Yeah, man, her name's Jasmine hey. Wingfield. Jasmine, uh, Jasmine, Jasmine is sick. <laughs> I, I would like to ask you, single, Jasmine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was at the oh, what was that? What was that? Okay, beginning of two, uh, September 2007, I made like a little short film that she was making to like apply to go to uh, like a film making school thing. Okay, yeah. It was like part of her portfolio, and I was in that, and that's up on Facebook. Was so it a sick movie? It was sick. I think, I saw, I think right. I, was that when did you put it on? Sorry, I was awful I in it. it. Yeah, it's the one where like we find little. Um, to find like a map stuff. and stuff, really. Sorry, oh, is yeah. that the bottle one? Yeah, 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 yeah the little yeah, messaging yeah, bottle yeah, and all that I kind of stuff. That. Um, I just like cringed all the way through. I've just done this movie. Um, I helped out a couple of second year students with uh, an action movie 
Even James Anderson, in fact. J- I, in which I played the hero, and James Anderson played every villain. Like in sort of action films when there's loads of henchmen that the ha- hero has uh, to kill. He was every henchman, apparently. Um, are we going to play this game? What game? We, we went off on a huge oh, tangent. Food-based right, okay. food based food based. Is anyone listening? So, for example... Um, Hot Dog Millionaire, yeah. The Tangerine Mile. The Tangerine Mile. Uh, Jurassic Pork. Jurassic Pork. Back Bacon to the Future. <laughs> Back Bacon to the Future. <laughs> Uh, Sesame Seed Street. <laughs> that's, a t- that's a TV series. <laughs> Forgetting Sarah Marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember the. Um, oh, never mind. The Musaka one. Yeah, um, Star Wars: The Phantom Musaka. That was, that it. was it. That was it. Attack um, of the Scones. <laughs> um, scones or scone? What's wrong that topic? Um, I'm gonna go. Scones. I think I usually say scones. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'll probably say scones. I, I vary it a bit. Just keep it fresh. You know. Trip people up a bit. Oh, you're going to say scones? I thought you were a scone guy. No. <laughs> oh. I say scones. No, wait, man. Iron. Iron. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Got, I've uh, got, um, got the one so far, but Iron Bram. From, uh, <laughs> from James. That's really good, James. I still maintain that we should have the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Boom ting. That was Guy Love Between Two Guys from Scrubs with JD and Turk. Oh, beautiful. This is the Mr. Horse Show, and with me, Tom Wingfield and Tom Moran. How are you? Hello, sir. Oh, listen to what's playing now. Is that, on, is that through the iPod? That's through your iPod. Through your iPod. <laughs> Next. What, what was the damage? What's the damage? What have we just... Oh, it wasn't, it's not that bad. It's not no, that yeah, bad. it's good. It's, it's good. Just from the Shrek soundtrack. I think I've got that on my iPod as well. So, anyway, we touted before that song that we would do some food-based film puns. So, um, that's that's pretty self-explanatory, but it's a good game. Have we got anything on uh, the text? No (laughs) food-based film puns. Tom just shook his head (laughs) sorrowfully. He's like, don't ask. What? (laughs) Your friend Ryan from home is literally just sitting at your flat. He's probably really trying, just like... No, Ryan, Ryan would be well if Ryan can send me I'm a message sure, yeah, in. I'm he sure he, he is a very clever lad. He oh yeah, no, that some was, good ones. Well, he's really clearly good. not really listening. He clearly got bored. He may he may have got bored. Oh, so, I hope not. Uh, check on your ship. Check on your ship. Oh, hang on. Rambo first spud. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, oh, hang on. Ryan Broadbridge couldn't make me sound more homosexual if you tried. Oh, and also, oh, is this from Ryan? Okay, just sent me a text. He says. You couldn't Ten make me sound... Uh, text, text on the website, Ryan. But anyway, the text says, You couldn't make me sound more homosexual if you tried. Oh, also, try Flan Torino. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, good. Like Wally. Very good. What about snakes on a plate? <laughs> snakes on a plate. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I just remembered our favourite film puns, which are just... Ones that are really oh, really I got coherent. one. Um, the James Bond film, Chicken Royale. Ah. As opposed to Casino Royale. Ah, yes. yes. See, like Burger King. That That's one that makes you go, oh, yeah, no, that's clever, but oh, not that funny. Casino Royale with cheese. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm digging that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that works. Oh, Tom. here we go, Ryan. Ryan Dawn, Dawn of, the of the Bread. Bread. Oh, we've done that one before. We've done we've Dawn of the Bread. Or what are you even trying? Oh, that's not James, that's Ryan. We watched Dawn of the Bread the other Dawn of the Dead the other day, Don't did we not? Well, <laughs> we watched the beginning of well, like half, two thirds of the of the original Dawn of the Dead, and then it was really boring. 
it's really tedious. And I, then we, I like it. I like it. And then Classic. we watched like most of. I like the remake. Most the of the remake. we watched most of the remake, but then I had to go. I haven't seen. Still haven't seen it all. Oh, Modern Family. Does that not <laughs> make you? I don't know if any of you guys watch Modern Family. Tom has like uh, an internal alarm clock, which tells him he needs to tell people about this US series called it, Modern it's Family. So, so every hour on the hour. It's. I've been. I've been trying to get these guys to watch it. It is absolutely brilliant. It's. We watched the like one episode like the other night before we went out. And it was actually really, really good. Yeah, yeah. very, very, very well funny. funny. I, I, I recommend you watch it. It's a funny show. What's this? Tom's Uncle Dick. Uh, what about The Sound of Muesli? Muesli or Shirley Clem uh, Clementine? Speaking of TV and film, um, has anyone out there been watching the new Doctor Who? Because oh. it is literally ace. It is. It's absolutely brilliant. Oh, in fact, a few hours from now. Oh, do you want to watch it? Oh, it's on tonight, isn't it? Sure, uh, that's what we'll do tonight. But I'll tell you what, I'm not impressed by the. Um, I'm not impressed by the new thing. No, mate, but it comes on like not long after it's. Shirley Valentine. Shirley Valentine. Yeah, it was Shirley Valentine. Shirley Valentine. I'm not. I'm not impressed by the new themes. It's like got giant drums. What the new theme tune? Shall we go on YouTube and find the new theme tune and we'll play it out? But um. Yeah, I I really like the one for like the Russell T Davies series, and then this one is just like so over the top. And there's like that lightning and the. Well, Doctor Who does have a bit of a tendency to be a bit pretentious about itself. Like um, like when David Tennant left, it was really oh look we're glorifying it. How long does it take you to die, man? Can you do the heartfelt I don't want to go just oh, before okay. he dies? Fell from a pile. Well, yeah, you know when, when he's got tears in his eyes and he's yeah. just about to regenerate into Matt Smith, he says. I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded very no, erotic no to me. explode <laughs> in a burst of yellow light, please. <laughs> <laughs> and destroy the whole studio in the process. Even though what Chris Rockwell did What was up with that? No, I kind of liked that. It was well dramatic and stuff, and it got them to change the TARDIS in a way that made sense. Because I want... Uh, yeah, the why new... Did, why did... Oh, I, I was talking... Was who was talking to this about? We were doing this the other day. We were talking we? about that. We were like, how come Christopher Eccleston, when he, because he, yeah, we, I was there, I was certainly there when that happened. He, he, um, uh, he was fine. He didn't damage a thing. But David Tennant, apparently, because he just held on too long, he held on too long for his regeneration. Oh, hang on, right, hang on. So hang then he full explosion. Apparently, it was a very girthy regeneration. No, I liked his regeneration, but I just love the way no one cares about Christopher Eccleston now. He's gone. And they're doing like all the confidential and stuff. The Doctor Who confidential is just all. If they go back to other episodes, it's just like all clips of David Tennant. Maybe one yeah, of yeah. Christopher Eccleston to nine of David Tennant. What's happened to the new right. Daleks as well? Like the, the old. Oh uh, well, let's let us discuss yeah. the new Daleks because but they had a bit of like girth going on. The new ones, so they're really big and fat. Well, then I, God. Well, I liked the ones that they. The, the ones they redesigned when the series got revived, but like the really new, new ones they just redesigned two weeks ago when the Daleks got reborn. They've got, if you look at them from the side, they've got a hunchback. They need to lose, they need to go on a treadmill or the something. A hunchback of, um, oh god, where do they live? We've just got a couple, uh, uh, an, another one by the way. We've got another food based film pun? V for Vionetta. Oh, we've already had that. Had before, that. Yeah. Is that James Anderson? James, yeah. Uh, yeah, mate, we've had that. Yeah. Had uh, it, had it, been and done it. Mark Hutton, is this your? This is ah, oh, this is my sister's is boyfriend, like, Mark Hutton. Then. P.S. How many times he goes? Where is this? Was the guy's love song to get dedicated to me? And then P.S. How many times can you get the word girth? Well, this <laughs> is see, this all stemmed. I don't know if anyone who's listening has ever been to Alton Towers. Um, but they've got this ride called Air there. Ah, oh, Air, a brilliant ride. It's the best it's ride at Alton Towers. If you read the uh, thing that says um, 
the, the you know the sign that says all the safety information for it. There happens to be on it a maximum girth restriction. <laughs> Okay, you okay. So me and Mark, me and Mark, we ran with this the whole weekend. Mate, search um, Doctor Who 2010 theme right, tune on your yeah. iPod. And we, and it eventually led to Mark buying me a t-shirt with a picture of Jesus on it, and it says girth. G- what? A picture of Jesus on it which says girth, the yeah. t-shirt. Was what? that personalised or? Yes, no, personalised t-shirt. Oh, wow. No. He's a, you're a lucky guy, I think. Intra- so Doctor Who 2010 theme tune. Theme tune. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Wow, 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 wow. I know, that first ten bits, I like that. Oh, here we go. Right. <laughs> but then the rest of it. No, I like the rest. Here we go. Doctor Who. Oh. Right, hang on, hang on. Oh, Wait oh, for oh. it. But it's just like the lightning and the cloudy tunnel it makes. It's well uh, epic. Listen to that. Are we all ready? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, I don't actually have any headphones on, so I'm just I think that bit's it. much uh, creepier than it was last time. That, <laughs> it's gone back to like weird, creepy time. Oh, yeah. I don't like um, the whole lightning coming out the time. Why is the time vortex now sad? <laughs> <laughs> Why have we got a sad time vortex? Got, um, oh, it's got this, this is the full one for the end credits. Oh, hang on, hang on. Michael David is coming in. You just can't stop him now. Rather than a young Victoria, you could have the plum Victoria. Oh. Mate, we should have had this as our opening theme tune for the show, because you're on it. Guess who's here? No, we would have had to have the Russell T. Davis one. Yeah, we'll get that up and play that at the end. We'll play that at the end. We'll play that at the end. Alright, okay. Our friend Nush from, well, second year-ish. Um, Reading off a load of niche bands that we'd. Because well, it was basically that niche. It was a base, It was basically like a uh, just a band off. <laughs> where like I know this band now. Uh, this the <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people do that, but it was quite funny. Yeah. And oh, I swear one of them had the word rabbit in. And on the Live Wire playlist, we've just found right. frightened oh. rabbit with nothing like you. <laughs> this continues to be the Mr. Horse Show. Hello, guys. <laughs> As, as if it would have morphed into some other show. Well, just to keep people up to scratch. I mean, I don't want to don't just throw them off. Could we have the origin behind the Mr. Horse? Have you never seen it? I gave it to Chess as her 20th birthday present as well. As one of the very first LCRs, fancy dress LCRs, was Farmers. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's the, the September. First, the first. Apart from Returners. It was the first fancy dress one. Yeah. Um, and Arestes put... Um, oh, all those yeah, like yeah. like um, rubber ducks, but, but like, all was, different farm animals. Costumes I've seen. I know it was just like loads of like squeaky t- s- squeaky toy farm animals round his neck on string, and then like during the night he just like gave them away to us, and we got the horse one. And then when we were first like uh, demoing to do our radio show, we were like, oh, what are we going to call it? What are we going to call it? And then we were just infatuated with this little freaking thing, so we just called it that, Mister Horse. And now, and then on Chess's 20th birthday, I like wrote all over it, like messages and stuff, and gave it to Chess for her 20th birthday. Oh, because it was at yours initially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, sort of, I'd taken it from Rusty's. Oh, I can hear a police siren. Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah no, I'm. And, uh, and lasers. And, and, and Star Wars. <laughs> and Star Wars <laughs> we can hear Star Wars going on outside. There's a volcano in the background where uh, I hope Skywalker can... and Obi Wan are. Oh, is that a mushroom cloud? 
okay. Is that the end of time coming towards <laughs> us? No, no, I can envision that. It's fine. You've been there, man. I've been there. I've been to the end to of the time. To the end of the universe. <laughs> it's gonna What's it like? Is it boring? It's alright. <laughs> Thomas forgot, forgotten that the radio is a uh, audible media, and he just pointed at me in that little. Uh, we're, all, <laughs> we're all also eating mini cheddars, which I'm sure is great sound-wise. Yeah. <laughs> so we have five minutes left. Um, what can we do in five minutes? What can we talk about? Okay. So drama-wise, we have Closer coming up. I don't know if you've seen the film which stars Natalie Portman. I haven't, but <laughs> apparently it's good, and uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> Where to sell it, Elliot? Where to sell it? And that play is on uh, Sunday, Monday uh, at half past seven at the Elliot's Puppet got, Theatre, yeah. starring Anthony Patterson, they're very talented girlfriend yeah. of Arrestes, and they're both good friends of ours. Yes, and she's just uh, got a blonde wig, which she's very the, happy about. <laughs> all the proceeds are going to charity, so um, if you can make your way along, <laughs> make your way along. Yeah, also, I did. That uh, was just me. Whilst we're at it, I can I mwah, plug, um, mwah, bye. Uh, on from I think it's June 10th to June 12th we've got a Midsummer Night's Dream mm-hmm. happening in Eaton Park that's going to be fun because it's a promenade performance so it's all outside a little bit different um, it will be a lot a lot. It, I think it's the 11th to the 12th or the 10th to the 12th it's going to be a lot of fun please come along again all the proceeds go to charity is it outdoors there, where is it it's on it's the 10th Eaton Park it's at Eaton Park um, it's all outside it's all promenade it's very, it's very very quirky very new very original please come along Everyone watch Doctor Who's night because it will be off. Well, the well, if you haven't watched, if you didn't watch Doctor Who last week, it's the second of a two-parter. So go on iPlayer now, and search we'll Doctor it. Who, and watch episode four, also, whatever it was if, called. If you're anything like me, a bit of a wary Doctor Who fan, uh, this you series has been very son very of the gun. In fact, it's even Matt Smith is literally from the word go. And he's been from amazing. He's from UEA, isn't he? Oh well, let's yeah, let's plug that. Ma- Matt Smith literally went, did drama did and the script drama course that we're all doing. Drama and script writing yeah. at uh, UEA. Yeah. And he's 27 now, but he was there and uh, did all that. This is prestigious stuff you're listening to right now. Yeah. We could easily be the next Doctor Who's. Well, not Tom Moran because he's already I'm been covered. Really be, yeah. You've oh, already been yeah, on. There it is. There it is. But maybe, maybe go back to a Northern Doctor. Maybe go yeah, back to a lanky doctor. Whatever you want. Does that make me the fat doctor? No, the David Tennant doctor. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> don't even know where that's coming from. I haven't, slack doctor. I haven't drunk <laughs> who, me. Or you, Tom you, Moran. You'd be, you'd, be, you'd be the doctor who couldn't... <laughs> you'd be the doctor who couldn't be bothered. You'd just sit there and eat crisps. And while the assistant's going, Get off! Get out of the TARDIS! Let's do something! What? What's going on? Right. We've got how many minutes have we got left? We have exactly two minutes left, but we um, we didn't start speaking until ten minutes in, so we could just carry on for a bit. No one ever comes in after us. I don't understand why. Oh, yeah. Should we just talk about that? So, Minotaur Theatre Company is the theatre company at UEA, which is made up of exclusively of UEA drama students. It's been running for thirty years, apparently. And Thirty years. I, I didn't know. It was, yeah, I no, thought it was maybe no. only a few years old. But Thirty years. The other day, yeah, like literally yesterday, I asked someone, oh, "Well, how long has mine still been going?" Thirty years, I think. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm pressing the cough button. Oh, you love that cough button. Doesn't do anything. Doesn't do anything. Well, 
We say that, and if I look, listen back to the podcast and it balls is everything up, it's <laughs> <That's laughs> your fault. Um, so yeah, when yesterday, seeing as it's coming to the end of term and all that, um, and the end of the year, um, we're, we're re-electing all the positions of the committee, which the are the, and, the, and the annual hustings. Hustings are a word I've never heard before. Yeah. Someone... The changeover of a committee. Yeah. So we, we had to vote for the president, vice president, treasurer, who looks after all the money, uh, publicity, who get the word out. Um, communications, uh, yeah, yeah. who'll do all the emails, and the tech people who'll light and rig and do all the sound for all the shows. Um, go to minotaurtheatrecooking.com if you wish. Mm. That's the website. I think there's a, a few clips up there. A few clips of the shorts, oh, I think. Also, if, my shot, my shot. If anyone's well, savage, in mine, yeah. Not mine. If anyone's interested... Um, the oh, Moose is up there as well. I was not, I was not impressed by my performance when I watched Savage back, actually. Um, did, oh. you watch, did you see the Moose one? They cut out the bit where James Bull shouted out during my oh, big Elliot, bad wolf. Oh, <laughs> Elliot, Elliot, you're going to love this. Oh, God, uh, who is My mum. Go on. My mum has just uh, sent us a message. Oh, tell my mum. She said, Who's burping... I've been blaming Ian for it. Ian's my stepdad. <laughs> so Ian has been getting the stick for uh, <laughs> It's definitely Elliot's. Definitely me. I haven't drunk anything, let alone anything fizzy. I've just been eating mini cheddars and a Ginster's peppered steak what slice. What were we just talking about? Because I had something really... Um, Monitor Theatre Company re- recommitting it. And me- oh yeah, sorry, I was going to plug Ant Cole, uh, or Ant Cule. Or yeah, Ant Cule. Ant Cule, who um, did, I don't know if anyone anyone saw, the very, very well-performed Pillow Man last week is selling DVDs of the performance. So if you didn't really? see it... Really? Yeah. So if you didn't see it, uh, approach him do that? in the drama studio. If he's not there, ask oh, someone wow. in the drama I'm studio. Right. Oh, I'm definitely going to do that. Him. Ant Cule um, is an amazing director. We were talking about it literally most of last week on the yeah. show. It, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. an incredibly good show. It's amazing. Incredibly good. And so, yeah, me and Tom went for publicity together. <laughs> me and Moran went for publicity together uh, on the committee. Kind of, kind of sunk, but... We didn't, uh, actually, it was apparently... Apparently, the pitch was very unless, good. Unless they were being nice, uh, it was a very close vote. Yeah, 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 they, apparently it was all very... And I can kind of understand why it was all very close, because no one... Who was applying to sort of be a member of the committee? Did you think, oh no, they're never going to get in? Mark, they're Mark rubbish. Had a good pitch for the president as well. I mean, Jazzy, Jazzy is very good. I, 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 I voted. I voted for Mark because I thought his pitch was so genuinely yeah, better. I, I Not that Jazzy's was rubbish or anything. They were both so close again. Yeah, yeah. But just I sort of got yeah, more see, from I, Mark's one. But Jazzy got in. There, I went in there thinking, oh, I'm going to vote for Mark. He's my mate. Jazzy kind of talked me over. And mm. I thought, oh, I was going to have Jersey, and by the end, I'd gone back to Mark. I was, I, t- I was totally, I didn't want to vote for my mates because I just thought that really yeah, difficult. Yeah, I just no, wanted to go like totally, totally on what they said really, then and there. Really yeah. Um, no, but uh, who did you vote? Just who did you vote for, Ian? So I went for Mark for um, Mark, president. Mark for president. Nadia for um, yep. vice president, and she won vice president. Um, as opposed to Emma, who was really good again, but. Um, and uh, who else was there to vote for? Well, I voted for me and Tom. Yeah, <laughs> no. Did you vote for? Did you vote for? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she said. Jamie was like, and you can vote for yourself before you ask. Um, um, I, so did did you vote for us? Genuinely? Yeah, yeah. 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 Huh? So there was, um, and then everyone else was unopposed, weren't they? Yeah, everyone else like treasurer, um, tech, and everyone. All the others positions were unopposed. So unless you wanted to vote Ron and reopen the nominations, pretty much, they um, were in. Everyone that could have done a very good job. Easily been the whole committee that didn't get voted in could easily have done... You could them. become a shadow committee, the shab- shadow cabinet of minus yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we wind down? So thanks, uh, let's have a look at our last final listener count for oh, the oh, show. Drum roll, drum roll. Right, refresh it, refresh it. Eight! 
Half of which are most likely my family. Yeah, well, I've. Well, Sorry. actually, no, my parents aren't listening this time, I don't think. Mum? Because they, they're in Brighton and doing all that. Oh, uh, James asked, does this mean we're part of the same company that Matt Smith was once, uh, once was? I, uh, well, it depends whether. It depends whether he was part of Minotaur or Because uh, you, you don't have to. Ju- you're not just automatically part of Minotaur if you're a drama student. But uh, obviously, you can be part. Of, you can only be part of it if you're a UEA drama student. Um, I don't know. Maybe he was. Maybe, maybe he was, wasn't. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe you guys. Could get well, he didn't. He was hardly at uni for his second and third years. He did a lot with the youth theatre, didn't he? He got into NYT and basically just like zoomed off with them and made an agreement with the uni that he could do like work out of the uh, out of uni. And so no one basically ever saw him. So even if he was part of Minotaur for the first year. I reckon he didn't do anything yeah. for it for the second and third. That's a bit of a buzz kill. It's a bit of a shame, but the fact that he was on our course, or at least like he was on a very similar course, is pretty, pretty ace. Yeah. And oh. we're off to watch the new Doctor Who with bated breath. And in between that, we're going to leave you with the old Doctor Who thing, the better one. <laughs> for listening. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.